Premier League Weekly Podcast. Each week, we will be discussing recent and upcoming football games. Hello, you are listening to the Premier League Weekly Podcast with your host, Luke Curtis. This week, we have Gary joining us on the show. How are you doing, Gary? You alright? Very good, thank you. Good, good. Coming up, Everton took on West Brom, where Mike Dean sent off West Brom boss, Slavin Bilic. Arsenal challenged the Mighty Hammers. Tottenham's son scored an incredible four goals against Southampton. And Lundstrom missed a penalty for Sheffield United. We're going to start off with Southampton v Spurs this week. Spurs putting five past Southampton. It finished 5-2. What do you think to the game, Gary? I thought the first half was um, boring. Um, but as soon as the second half happened and Son got on the game, it sort of started to happen for them. Yeah, they had, they both had goals ruled out for offside, which were, which were right, really. It was a great opening goal by Danny Ings, I thought. What a touch and a finish. He scored a goal last season like that against Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good player and he's doing well at the moment. So Son scores four, Kane assists four and gets his own goal. What do you think to the goals? It's Son. Son's just a, a quality player. With with the assist of Kane, you see the Kane getting the goals or Son. Um, I think Spurs will be good as soon as Bell comes in the team. Spurs will start turning it around again. Yeah, I think I think so too. Joe, it's the first time in Premier League history that one player has given four assists to the same teammate in a game. I didn't know that. No, you do now. Uh, what did you think to the penalty against Doherty for the handball? Debatable. I thought it was very harsh, personally. There, there was a few like that over this weekend, that Lindelof being one of them, but we'll get on to that a bit later. Are Spurs on the up with Jose? Um, I don't particularly like Jose's, um, the way he plays football, and I don't think he's doing Spurs much good. Okay. Uh, what about Bale and Rigulin? I think so you say it, the signing. Is that how you say it? Rigulin? I don't know. Well, what do you think to their new signings? Can they help Spurs? I think Bale will if they give him the opportunities and the games, but they're going to rely too much on Bale, I think. So how but far Kane will. How far do you think they can go with the signings so far this season? I think that Spurs um, will be looking at going into, I think, Europa. They've got to push for Europa. No Champions League? No. I think they might be lucky enough to get Europa League as well. Uh, I thought Southampton were pretty poor second half. Their defending was absolutely atrocious. I don't think it's any worse than Tottenham's in the first half. But the second half, they sort of fell apart. They didn't do very well. But then that's Southampton for you. They were like that last season as well. Yeah, they, they did all right second half this year. After they got hammered 9-0 by Leicester, <laughs> they seemed to turn it on and they, they looked really well. What do you, uh, what do you think? Southampton are going to do this season. Gonna be all right. I think they're going to be lucky to get out of relegation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Bottom half. Okay. Right, next up, Chelsea-Liverpool. Finished 2-0 to Liverpool. Mane's goal, good header, really, for the first goal, I thought. Good build-up from Liverpool as well. I thought it was a very, very boring first half with not much entertainment at all from both teams. Yeah, well, it wasn't I think until it, the second half that they started doing anything. I think they were both just a bit too cautious, really, trying to suss each other out on what they were trying to do. I had a bit of a dig at him last week, the goalkeeper, Kepa. Shocking. What was he doing for the second goal? Uh, I think he was passing to 
Mane. Liverpool. I think he knows Chelsea want rid of him, so he's just trying to do as much as he can to sort of screw Chelsea over a bit. But he was absolutely piss poor in that game, I'm not going to lie. They did say on the uh, telly that Chelsea will sign their new keeper to replace him before the end of the game, which they did. It was Mendy from Rennes that they signed. He cost £71.6 million in 2018, that goalkeeper. Surely that's the, that's the end of him now, isn't it? They're not even going to have him as a, as a reserve, I don't think. Well, apparently there's an Italian club to look in at getting him, so I think the best thing they can do is offload him for whatever they can get for him. Well, I would as well. He kept six clean sheets last season and he conceded 47 goals in 33 Premier League games, which is a pretty shocking record, to be fair. Trouble is, if you haven't got a decent defence, which I don't think Chelsea have got at the moment, your keeper relies on the defence to stop the people coming and attacking. Um, you've still got to have a decent keeper, though, at the end of the day, and they can't rely on the keeper to save them. So what did you think to the red card for Christiansen? I think Christiansen dived on uh, Mane. It wasn't even a tenth of the ball. If it had been in rugby, it would have been a high tackle. Um, in any other sport, it would have been shot. Um, and in football, it was ridiculous. It wasn't even a, a footballing situation. Yeah, I don't see how Lampard can try and deny or even have anything to say, really, after the game about that. It was a, it was, it was a stonewall red card all day. So I think defending him would be a bit silly. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Uh, Liverpool done the league double over Chelsea last season. Ruben Agrip scored 7-4 to Liverpool. Timo Werner played okay, I thought. He missed a penalty, but he looked pretty good, to be fair. Uh, yeah, he played played all right, but I don't think the rest of Chelsea's team played that well. But I think Werner had a, a good game. Last time he played was against Brighton. He scored, um, and he's done all right. I think he's doing all right there. What do you think to Thiago? Come on, come um, on as a sub. For Liverpool, yeah. yeah, I, it, thought he yeah looked, I thought he looked quality. He's he done all right. He's, he's not a bad player. Um, he was a good signing for Liverpool. He's the only one I think they signed all the season, but he was a good player. He did do well. Yeah, I think he's going to be he's going to be a bit of a baller this season. He's one to one to watch. Right, we'll move on to Leicester Burnley. Leicester winning four two. Great first goal by Wood. He was just too strong for the defender there. He's a quality player, but I don't uh, but I don't think he's as consistent as he should be. Burnley aren't really, are they? No, <laughs> it's just Burnley, but, really. But Sean Dyche does the best he can with what he's got. Yeah, Sean Dyche's a great manager. I can't, I, I can see him going this this season. Maybe whoever whoever goes first, manager wise, it might be might be Sean Dyche to to take over because I think he's he's done all he can for Burnley. If I'm honest with you, that's that's my opinion. See, I don't think that. I think the first manager to go is going to be Moyes. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about. That. Just giving it away now. That's. Going, going a bit early there, mate. <laughs> right, we'll move on to uh, Harvey Barnes. I went on about him last week a bit. Uh, it's going to sound like a fan to him, if I'm honest with you, but obviously I don't. Uh, I think he's a great player. He is top player, he is. He's a quality he? player, and I don't know why he's not being looked at by um, the England team. Yeah, I don't know why he hasn't had a call-up yet, to be fair, because he's, he's, he's a good young player. He's one that Leicester really want to keep hold of, if, if I'm honest with you. Poor defending for the Burnley second goal, I thought. Yeah, it wasn't as, as good as it should have been. No, they should have made marks a bit better than what they did. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
Uh, lovely footwork from Perez for the third Leicester goal. Uh, Wood hit the post late on for Burnley. Probably should have scored. But I think by then it was over. I know it was it was very late on in the game, but I think he took it too quickly, the shot. He had time to take a touch. And just before that, he had Dennis Pratt rock it into the top corner from outside the box. Quality goal. I thought so too. Lamperty, good player. What's your opinion? He's a very good player from what we saw over the weekend. I can see him being looked at by Man City or Man United, maybe even going abroad. But he's a very, very good signing. He was good attacking and defending. Yeah, I thought he was, he was rapid. He was he was so quick. He, uh, he got fouled by Alan St. Maximan for the penalty. Views on the penalty? Uh, yeah, Stonewall. What? I, th- I thought it was a bit harsh, personally, but a few people I've spoke to said it was a penalty, but I, I personally think he got the ball and then the man tripped over him. But, yeah. How do you think uh, Newcastle are going to do for the rest of the season? Again, the same as last season. I think they're going to be um, relegation area, down the bottom bottom half of the table. Um, trouble is, they haven't really bought anybody of class um, and they're relying upon the odd player like Mendy. I thought Shelby played all right. Carroll didn't do anything. Um, so they've just got to try and see if what they can do. Perhaps Mike Ashley will put his hand in his pocket before he flogs him again. Mopay scoring two goals. He uh, he looked pretty decent today. Wilson missed a bit of a sitter as well towards the end. He, uh, he, he should have scored the header, if I'm honest with you. He's a good signing. But I don't, I don't think he's the, what Newcastle need at the moment. They need somebody better than him. This is Brighton's fourth consecutive season in the Prem. Thoughts on them um, this season? I think they're going to be bottom half. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything special this season. I think they'll be bottom area. Right, and uh, obviously last question on this game. Was it a red card? In my opinion, no. The player wasn't looking when he flicked his leg over the over his shoulder and kicked the player in the face. It was reckless, though, wasn't it? Um, Surely he's going to think in his head that that guy is going to try and head the ball. So he's he's either thinking that he's not going to anyone in that position would it's, it's head height, so they're going to try and head the ball away from the player, especially as they were in. Not near the area, do you know what I mean? They weren't. It's not like it was the middle of the pitch. I thought it was just dangerous and reckless. In my opinion, I think a yellow would have sufficed. No, okay. Leeds, Fulham, four three to Leeds. Leeds first home game at Ellen Road since a three three draw with Charlton back on the eighth of May two thousand and four. Uh, yeah, it's a very good game, entertaining with lots of goals. Leeds look good, and I can see Leeds being top ten. I think they'll do well this season. So do I. They, they like to score a lot of goals, but then they also like to concede. So it might be a bit of a dangerous dangerous season. For if they carry on playing like that, it will be a pretty hard season for them when it comes They've to got that. a quality manager. So yeah, I, I think I'll, he's a good manager and he'll do well at least. I think I think he's good. I can, if I'm honest, I can't see him staying there. If, if a big job comes up, he'll go because he's, he's one of their managers that I think he'll move on to. Not a bigger club, but... Well, yeah, a bigger club. If, yeah. like if, if someone comes in like Juve or PSG, they might look at their Leeds manager Bielsa because I think he's he's highly rated. 
So good Bamford goal. I've seen Patrick Bamford play a few times over the years, um, and he is a good quality player, and he's done well against Fulham. Um, and it was a good, good goal, good individual goal. It was um, shocking defending for the second week in a row by Fulham. I've seen better defending on a on a Sunday at my local park. They're, they're, they're destined to go down with with defending like that. Fully agree. Yeah, they 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 just seem to be. I don't know, not working as a team that they should be. But at least Fulham haven't spent all of their hundred million pound on players this this time round. Yeah, they well they need to. They need to spend on defenders, don't they? Well, they need to spend on something. But I don't think they need to spend hundred million. Another high scoring game. Everton five, West Brom two. Calvert Lewin hat trick. What do you think to the game? A uh, very entertaining game. Calvert Lewin should, as far as I'm concerned, be in the England squad. He's been performing for the last um, few games and a lot of last season. Um, he's a good, good player and he's young. That was his first hat trick in the Premier League. He's the first person since Wayne Rooney to score a hat trick for Everton in the Prem since 29th of January 2018, which was against West Ham. Gibbs got a red card for shoving Rodriguez in the face. And I fully agree, Gibbs should have gone off. He should know better. He's not a new player. He's been the player that's been around for a little while and he knows what he should and shouldn't do. And that's just stupid. And Slavin Bilic also got his marching orders walking up to Mr Mike Dean. I think like most of the country, they will disagree that he should have been sent off. He's just stupid that he got sent off. He didn't swear. He was asking a question. All Mike Dean had to say, if nothing else was, wait, I'll speak to you later and walk away. Um, if you continue, then I will book you. Warn him. Um, it was just stupid because I don't think Slavin Billick did anything wrong. I agree with you. I don't think so. I think Mike Dean got on his Mike Dean high horse as usual. and he, he, Sometimes he just thinks he's bigger than the game. He is He is quite comical sometimes, but also sometimes he can be a bit of a bellend. James Rodriguez, good signing for Everton? Yeah, he played well. He did do well um, the other day. It was good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Everton generally he played well. He scored a good goal. I thought he took yeah. his goal well, to be fair. The, one of the goals for West Brom, I think, um, was it the first goal by uh, Diagrady or something, I think his name is. I can't remember his name. That was a great finish like from the edge of the box. How, how the defender, the defender, to be fair, should have gone to him, but it was, it was a good finish. And Pickford, he could have... Got, he maybe got his hand to it because his positioning was awful. I don't rate Pickford at all. I don't know how he gets in as England's number one. He's so erratic. And the guy is just, he's an absolute tool, if you want me to be honest I with you. I think Pickford's another Joe Hart. He was all right at the start, but as time's going on, he's just not, I don't think. I think there's better goalkeepers out there that, like Pope, who plays yeah, well. Henderson for Sheffield yeah, United. There's, there's better goalkeepers out there who play better consistently where Pickford just seems to fall off the table quite a lot. Yeah, he just runs around like a nutter, doesn't he? Um, how do you think Everton will do this season? I think they've got a good team. Um, they're playing well. There's a lot of good young talent in 
Everton's team and I think they're going to be top 10. They might have one of the better seasons this year. West Brom? No, but I don't think West Brom are going to do that well. I think they probably be relegated. Okay. Arsenal versus West Ham. Arsenal coming out 2-1 winners. This was Arsenal's second London derby in a row this season following their 3-0 win over Fulham last week. I personally thought that Lacazette's goal was offside. I thought not Lacazette was offside, sorry. I thought Bamiang was offside when he crossed the ball to Lacazette to score the first goal or the Arsenal goal. Um, I, I just thought he was offside. There was no VAR, there was no hold on. It was just a stumble. It was okay. It must have been onside then. Well, I, I didn't think so. Personally, when I see it, I thought it was offside, but... I'm sure they'd have they'd have pulled back for it. That's two in two games for Lacazette now. Yeah, I, I don't think Arsenal are going to be challenging for the top of the league. I don't think they're that good. I don't. I thought they were lucky against West Ham. They left it till the 84th minute before they got the winning goal, which is very late to leave a game, especially against someone like West Ham, who aren't depicted as a quality team at the moment. Arsenal conceding in the last few minutes of the first half. Antonio scoring with West Ham's one and only shot in the first half. I do feel sorry for West Ham. I like West Ham, but they just don't seem to play that well. I don't know if Nolan played. I don't think he did. Um, and they, they notice it Noble. when Nolan... Did, sorry, Noble. Noble. <laughs> he was no. about a few years ago, mate. Um, I don't... No, he was helping. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's the assistant, <laughs> isn't he? I don't. I don't think Noble Put played. On a bit of timber. I don't. I don't think Noble played, but and they noticed it. Yeah, he's, Antonio probably should have had a second for West Ham in that. But you know, you have got to take them chances in the game, especially as close as that. They could have got a point from that. I had West Ham down for a draw against Arsenal. Well, they hit the bar as well. In the second, half. I thought they played really well in the second half. West yeah. Ham. They they definitely yeah. could have got something from that game. Yeah. Palace. Three one winners over United at Old Trafford. Gotta love that, yeah. I think Hodgson um, tactically was great because I think he did well with his tactics. He's very, very good tactician for Palace when Palace aren't really as big a team as Man United. Man United should have done a lot better. Yeah, I thought I thought the guy was a bit sloppy from the start. Really, for some reason, he's gone. He's a bit like Kepper. He's not as bad as Kepper. He's he's he was right up there with the best goalkeepers in the world. For some reason, he makes so many mistakes, and I didn't think he was he was very good against Palace. I don't think any of the players like Fernandez or Pogba or Greenwood when he came on or Rashford did that well for Man U. Yeah, Palace have not lost in the league at Old Trafford since thirtieth of September, twenty seventeen. That's some good going, really. Seeing yeah, at Old Trafford, yeah. not many people used to be able to win there, especially under Fergie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zaha scored two. Firstovic was a bit controversial. I don't rate Zaha as a um, good player in the respect that he was he would be consistent. He's not a consistent player. What What did you think to the to the penalty? This is what I mean when when I when I say it was controversial. The penalty that someone went to cross the ball and it flipped up and hit Lindelof on the arm. Who was doing a dinosaur impression at the time. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think his arms were next to him. Was it a penalty? No. No. 
Shocking, shocking. I don't know how they can give these decisions. It's the same as the, the Matt Doherty one for Tottenham. It's the same thing. It hits, someone kicks the ball, it hits Winks on the foot, bounces up, hits him on the arm. It's not a penalty. As they proved on match of the day, he was he was running at the time. It's just where your arms go when you run, but he didn't have his arms out, stretched out. He just had his arms slightly out because he was moving. Maybe they need to sort of tape defenders or players' arms to their back, and then that way people won't get get penalties given the against is, them. When you get your arms tied to your back, you can't jump. Well, so how are you supposed to defend? It makes the game more interesting, <laughs> won't it? So the penalty was retaken. I, I, I honestly do not understand what they were thinking when they made them retake for that penalty. Because if you see in the Leeds-Fulham game, both keepers for the penalties come off their line. De Gea come off his line a bit. Lloris come off his line in the Tottenham-Southampton game. And the Liverpool game. No consistency. Yeah, Liverpool game. No consistency whatsoever. I just... That, to me, you can't... A keeper needs to, to come off his line. I can understand if they're running three, three yards out and diving, but he literally took a step. Do you know what I mean? They'll do that again in another game, and they won't give it. They'll just... They'll, do you know what I mean? They won't, they won't pull the keeper back up on it. Um, Trouble is, they're inconsistent with it, because, as you say, there was a lot of um, penalties in the Prem and in other leagues where I would imagine the keeper has come off the line and De Gea, as you say, didn't run forward... He just bounced off the line and went sideways. So, as far as I'm concerned, it was a good save. But United deserved to lose the game. Yeah, I thought United were poor. They had very few chances in the game. They 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 didn't deserve nothing from that game, mm. to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. They need to buy a defender. Yeah. Uh, Lindelof defending for Zaha's second goal was pretty poor in that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He's, I find him a very shaky defender. I don't. He's not good enough for United. Uh, to me, he'd probably be good enough for a bottom five club, if, if you want me to be honest with you. Maybe he'd be good for someone like West Ham or Brighton or Newcastle, but I don't think United are supposed to be one of the best clubs in the country, and I don't think he's good enough for their defence. But then again, as I said, they need to put some decent defenders out there with the defenders they've got left. There isn't many that are any good, but what they have got, Maguire's good. But he needs to have somebody firm with him. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. I thought Palace played decent as well in that game. They they look really good in that. They seem to turn up against the big clubs and do rubbish against the small clubs. Yeah, they just seem to want to be at home watching it on the telly for some reason against the the small clubs. But if they play like against the everyone, they'd they'd be in maybe. Well, I'd say you are, but. I think I'm kidding myself there a bit. They'd probably get in the top ten, but yeah, I, I think Palace. I think they'll be all right this season if they, they carry on playing like that. I do like Andros Townsend. He's a quality player. He's good at Tottenham. He was a good signing to Palace. Do you ever play for QPR? No, I don't think so. We wouldn't keep him if he did. Thanks for adding that. In. Oh yeah, sorry. I, I, forgot, I forgot to mention Gary's uh, a QPR fan. I should have mentioned that at the start of the show. You probably would have turned off, but. So I don't and know a great deal a lot about football. I don't know why he's on it because they're not even in the Premier League. So, but anyway, we'll um, we'll move on. We were once. Wolves City, three-one City. I thought this was going to be a, a really good game because they're both very good teams. Kevin De Bruyne got City on the way with a penalty. I thought he won the penalty. I thought he he left his legs out and he went down a bit easy. But it, to be fair, the guy did dive in. I think the I think De Bruyne. 
was going down before he was tackled, so he was looking for the penalty. Um, but I, I, he's a quality player, Kevin De Bruyne. Quality. Yeah, he's got to be probably best midfielder in in Europe. Easy, maybe in the world. I'd put him up there in the top top players in in the world at the moment. He just he's assists and he's his passing is just outrageous and. I just love watching De Bruyne, to be fair, every week. I wonder if Chelsea fans and Chelsea themselves are gutted that they didn't keep him. They probably are, but they're probably gutted about Salah as well. Well. Because they got rid of Salah. And, but then everyone says, that's Mourinho. Mourinho's one who's who got rid of them players when they're at Chelsea. But hey-ho, you move on. It was great build-up play from City for the second goal by Foden. Yeah, yeah, it was a good goal by Foden. Um, to be fair, I'm surprised he actually started the game with what's gone on at the moment. But I know they're young, and when lads are on holiday, they're on holiday, and they you can't help it if you want to go to Iceland and meet up a couple of cheeky birds and that. But we've all done it, haven't we? You know what I mean, Gary? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Iceland. It's okay. not a very nice shop. Yeah, it's, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> Podents. Can I say say it? Opponents unlucky and should have scored with. To be fair, the, the second chance he had, where he tried chipping the keeper. If you're going to try that, you should really, you should really put it away. To be fair, unless you know, you can't do it, you need to be going further on because he had so much room to keep going towards the keeper. You could have put it bottom corner, maybe megged him. I I'm, think going, I'm going on here like I, I would have done it, but I think I City should have finished the game off earlier. They should have got the third goal early. They had enough opportunities to do that. Well, Jimenez scored with a header, didn't he? Which, when it was 2-0. Two, two so, City must have been a bit yeah, worried. With thinking that they're going to get a draw. Yeah, because Wolves, Wolves done them last season. 3-2, Matt Doherty scored in the last minute. And, and they won 3-2. So, I, I, I thought Wolves could come back. But Wolves weren't, weren't really up to the races. Especially the first half. I can't, I can't really remember Wolves doing anything in the first half. The second half, they looked all right. And then when Jesus scored the third at the end, it took a big deflection and went in. But I think it was more than what City deserved from that game. I would have put City down for a win, but I thought they'd have finished the game off a lot earlier. Where do you think City uh, are going to finish this season? Uh, I think City will come third in the Prem. OK. All right. Not many people would have thought you were going to say that, but I'll let you Thanks very much. <laughs> right, and last of all, Villa, Sheffield United, 1-0 Villa. How bad was that game? That was like, that was so painful to watch. It was such an awful game. I'd rather shit in my hands and clap than sit and watch a game like that again because that was just so, so bad. Not many talking points for this game, so we'll be quick through this. For me, it weren't a red card. I thought it was a yellow card. They both had hold of each other, and I know it, it, to be fair, toward at one angle, it looked like Ollie Watkins was trying to run towards the ball, and the guy was pulling it. But if you actually look, Watkins had hold of his arm, and he was pulling him as well. So I thought it was it was a bit harsh. I thought it was very clumsy for the penalty. He lost his man, just swung his leg out and caught him. Really, it was a bit of a stonewall penalty. The new Villa keeper saved the penalty on his on his debut. Yeah, but it was awful marking for the goal. Yeah, yeah, it was. To be fair, the Mings flick on, and when I watched the ball go in, it felt like it took about two hours for the ball to go in the back end. And that it was, it, that's what it just felt like watching that game overall. If you want me to be honest with you, Sheffield United had very few chances. 
but they were just they just didn't turn up really and they didn't deserve anything this weekend saw 44 goals in the 10 games that were there there were 39 goals in the first eight games the record was 42 in a 20 game season that was beaten by four goals pretty pretty amazing really which put that down to lack of pre-season and or just poor defending and great players bad refereeing um, it isn't all about the goal scorers it's about referees as well I think personally it's about defending and all but I don't think referees helped with the situation no right we're going to move on to this weekend's fixtures so can you fire these off Brighton against Manchester United 12.30 kick off on Saturday I think Manu will turn it around and beat Brighton quite convincingly 2 maybe 3 nil. ok I'm going to go for a 3-1 United. Palace Everton, 3 o'clock kickoff. I think Everton are doing well at the moment, and on the back of that, they'll beat Palace. I think they will as well. I think that's going to be a 4 0 Everton. What's your prediction for that? Probably a 2 1 uh, Everton. Maybe okay. Calvert Lewin will get another goal. I, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Uh, at the Hawthorns, West Brom against Chelsea, 5 30 kickoff. I think Chelsea will be too strong for West Brom. Um, they've got a good quality team, Chelsea, and after losing to Liverpool, I think they'll turn it around. Yeah, I think so too. I think Werner's going to be uh, running riot against West Brom. I don't think their their defence is going to be able to handle him, so I'm going to go for a 4-0 Chelsea win. Uh, and the last game of this Saturday is the 8 o'clock kickoff at Turf Moor with Burnley against Southampton. I'm going to say Burnley 5, Southampton 0. What? Because I like Burnley. You're off your um, head, mate. <laughs> You're off your head. don't particularly like Southampton. All right, we'll go 4-0 then. Oh, still, I'm going to go for, um, I think that'll be 2-2. Two, two. Right, Sunday, the early kickoff, midday, is Sheffield United against Leeds United. I think Leeds are going to win that. Uh, they're doing well at the moment. They've only had a couple of games in. But they're doing well and they've got a good squad. Yeah, I'm just, I think 3-1, 3-1 leads that game. Next is Tottenham Hotspur against Newcastle, 2 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to go Newcastle 4-0. <laughs> just because you... What, what have you been smoking tonight? Because you, you like Tottenham. Um, I'm going to say Newcastle are going to bounce back from losing the other day. Um, Tottenham are going to be rubbish. I can see... Spurs winning that game quite comfortably. I'm going to go for they. They, they always seem to turn Newcastle over. Um, well, maybe not last season, but the start first game of the season, we seem to let Joe Linton score the only goal he's ever scored in his career. I think, but I think we'll we'll win that quite comfortably. Three one. Man City against Leicester City. Four thirty. I'm going to say one all. Ooh, that's very low for them two teams. I'm going to go for a 3-2 Manchester City win. And the last game of the Sunday is West Ham against Wolves at 7 o'clock. I'm going to say 2 all. I want West Ham to get a win out of it, but I think the best they're going to get is a draw. Yeah, I can't see that. And then I'm going to go for a Wolves 3-1. And then Monday, two games on the Monday. Uh, the first one, Fulham against Villa at Craven Cottage. Six o'clock kickoff. To be honest with you, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I don't care which team wins or draws. I don't either, but we've, we've got to do it for the podcast. Okay, um, well, I'm going to go um, Villa. Uh, Jack Grealish to score, 1-0 Villa. I'm going to go for probably a 2 or a 3-1 Villa, seeing how shit Fulham's defence is. And the last game, Liverpool-Arsenal. Well, that's another big one this week for, for Liverpool. Um, I'm going to say 2-1 Liverpool. Quarter past eight kickoff. Another night kickoff. Maybe it's too late for Arsenal. They need to be in bed. Maybe, maybe they might have to get their youngsters in wrapped up. But I, I think, I think Arsenal will give Liverpool more of a game. I think than Chelsea. Chelsea just seem to just crumble under the pressure. I think Arsenal look okay this season. I think this. I'm going to go for a hard, but I'm two one Liverpool. But I think Arsenal will be unlucky. Right, I normally do three questions at the end. First one, top four, fourth to first. I'm going to go with uh, United, City, Liverpool and Chelsea. So that's United fourth, City third, Liverpool second, Chelsea to win the league. Yeah. Do you want mine? Right, mine will be Spurs fourth, Chelsea third, Liverpool second, and City will win the league, I think, this year. Very dubious. Uh, which manager will be sacked first? Hate, I hate to say it, but I think it'll be David Moyes. Yeah, I, I said that last week. I'm I said that last season as well, but he's lasted. Well, yeah, it's, I don't know how. And which three teams will be relegated? Not in this order, but I think it'll be West Ham, Fulham and West Brom. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Big thank you to Gary for joining me this week. Good luck QPR the weekend. Each Thursday, join me with new guests, new matches and a whole load of Premier League talk. If you never want to miss another episode, click subscribe now. It's totally free and this way you will always stay updated. All our other social media sites can be found underneath as well. Any questions you want us to answer in next week's show, send them to either Facebook or Instagram. See you next week.